It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, John Suter, Bart Moraz, and Brittany Blackman. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm located in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute, episode 723. In today's episode, Old Navy donates over $30 million of clothing to American families in need. COVID-19 has left many Americans laid off from their jobs and struggling to provide basic necessities for their families. Old Navy, who has been clothing American families since 1994, recognizes that the need to serve families has never been greater. The clothing chain announced it would donate over $30 million in clothing to U.S. families in need. The retailer, which is owned by Gap Incorporated, joins a growing list of apparel companies that have offered financial aid or given away product for free to relieve some of the hardships caused by COVID-19. The retailer is working with a number of partners to distribute the goods to vulnerable families, including nonprofit organizations Good360 and baby to baby as well as transportation partner Penske Logistics. To announce the donation, Old Navy has released a video depicting a unique portrait of the American family by Richmond, Virginia artist Noah Scallon. Known for creating large-scale art installations out of everyday items, Scallon constructs a portrait of a mother and her two daughters formed entirely out of Old Navy clothing. The portrait is revealed as a time-lapse video, taking the viewer through the journey of apparel transforming into art. In addition to the clothing donation, Old Navy is also donating 50,000 non-medical grade reusable masks to longtime partner Boys and Girls Clubs of America. Many of their clubhouses have remained open and operational throughout the crisis as a safe space for kids and families in underserved communities. Old Navy has been assisting in COVID-19 response efforts under parent company Gap Incorporated, which has leveraged its expansive supply chain to connect hospital networks with millions of critical PPE, including N95 masks for frontline healthcare workers. Back in March, Gap Incorporated committed to donating $1 million to a handful of nonprofits. Those nonprofits included the UN Foundation's COVID-19 Solidarity Response Fund and local relief efforts in San Francisco and New York, where the company has headquartered offices. So I guess if you can't sell it, you might as well donate it, right? (laughs) (laughs) We did a thing about Gap last week, and then I did some further reading. Apparently, Gap's e-commerce is really doing well. The problem was they were transferring to a lot of more robotic automation and the fulfillment, and now they can't get the robots in there fast enough. So their fulfillment is kind of lagged. I guess people are still buying a lot of Gap stuff online, which was kind of surprising. Yeah, that's not what I would expect people to be gravitating towards. So this is a nice move by Old Navy. I think it's a nice press out of old. it. Ye old and Navy. <laughs> old Navy. Ye home old of the $5 Navy. t-shirt. I haven't bought Old Navy in years. <laughs> they're yeah. flip-flops. I mean, we talked about this. Yeah, Sue likes their flip-flops. And they have this big sale. Oh, yeah, I grab like... like $2 or $5 yep. or something. She buys a whole box. 20 pair. Yeah. Can never have too many. They're the most casual yet easy to rock shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I used to buy a lot of t-shirts and casual shirts, but the stuff doesn't hold Their new long. branding kind of scared the hell out of me, to be honest. Those mannequins, you know how they kind of <laughs> went from Old Navy to mannequin Old Navy? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, with those campaigns. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? This makes your brand look so cheesy. The robots are coming. I know. I know they are robots. They're not even mannequins. Well, I'm on their website. Everything is these lovely summer. We get shorts. We get t-shirts. It's summer times here. And living is easy. <laughs> but is it? But is it? But, but is it? <laughs> it? <laughs> nope. So other merchants are donating stuff. Nike 
donated 30,000 pairs of shoes specifically designed for healthcare workers to help health systems and hospitals in cities across the United States. The Air Zoom Pulse, which was released in November 2019, is the company's first shoe designed for the healthcare athlete and everyday hero. Oh boy, there's some marketing speak there. <laughs> and Nike also partnered with Good360, a nonprofit specializing in the efficient distribution of product donations to help them deliver shoes to workers in Chicago, LA, Memphis, New York, and within the Veterans Health Administration. And Allbirds distributed $500,000 worth of free Tuki Matcha Wool Runners. I don't know what that is. That's one of the funky shoes. Tuki Matcha Wool Runners to U.S. healthcare workers. Timberland was matching all donations to the Global Giving Coronavirus Relief Fund two to one, so your impact will be tripled. And MAC Cosmetics donated $10 million towards 250 organizations all over the world that are helping people at high risk during the COVID-19 pandemic. Pretty cool. This podcast serves as a reference to who we will be giving our business to <laughs> when this is over. Right. Look for the good guys. Look for yes. the helpers. Very good. I'll remember you. Well said there, Miss Brittany. All right. We'll close this one with a little stat time. Corsite Research estimates 15,000 U.S. retail stores may shutter this year as many closed stores will never reopen. Investment firm UBS thinks by 2025, as many as 100,000 stores could close in the US. Nearly all of L brand stores have been shuttered due to COVID-19 and their total sales have plunged 37% in the quarter that ended May 2nd. And speaking of L brands, Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body Works said it would permanently close 250 of the women's intimate apparel stores in the U.S. and Canada and 50 of the bath, lotions, and fragrance outlets. Victoria's Secret currently has 1,091 stores in the U.S. and Canada. And finally, a recent survey by MetLife and the U.S. Chamber of Commerce of roughly 500 small business owners found 43% believed they wouldn't survive another six months of shutdowns. The bad thing about this, and this goes for retail as well as restaurants, the ones that can ride it out have the bigger pocketbooks and they're the crappy chains. So look for more crappy chains and less nice boutique stuff. That's going to take a hit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I also think chains and you got to look at fast casual and casual Mm -hmm. type of chains. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of them do a lot of good. They've already had take out infrastructure, right? Sure. Whereas small restaurants just don't. And we yeah. talked about this. There's a restaurant that we like around here and they've been totally silent since March. Like they were one of those, oh, I need to know what's going on at the New Perville Inn. I'll just look on their Facebook page. Nothing. I mean, it was radio silence. And I was saying to my friend, I'm like, I think they gave up. They had an external building that was a beer distributor. I'm thinking, well, well, they're all open. They didn't even have that open. And then finally, last week, he's like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. We're going to do dinners. And I guess the logistics are just really hard for some of these small restaurants that have limited staff. And finally, just last week, he was like, okay, I'm finally open. Just bear with me. I'm going to do the best I can. And of course, the response was amazing. Everyone was like, yes, we'll buy whatever you have. We want to see you keep going. But yeah, it's going to be a tough slog ahead for a lot of these small businesses. Yeah, I mean, you look at... Texas Roadhouse, right? Or any one of those fast casual places, like they already have windows for pickup and yeah. they know how to do that really well. So it doesn't change for them. For a small restaurant doesn't really have that. And you're talking say 30 tables. So you can spread that out against one table and a thousand people are trying to order at the same time. Yeah. And then what you have is everyone crowding around waiting for their orders and that's not a real safe mm-hmm. That's not fun. Yeah. thing. That's not fun yep. for anybody. But yeah, a lot of the big chains like Texas Roadhouse is a great example. They're selling meal kits. So instead of having your steak cooked, you know, a cooked steak probably doesn't transport real well. They give you everything you need to make a steak dinner just like you would get at Texas Roadhouse and they sell out all the time. 
No, it's kind of good. I mean, they're not wasting the meat they already have in the pipeline and yep. it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we ordered from a Mexican restaurant that we like around here. And again, you know, like your Mexican food, you're like, mm, by the time it gets home, but we're like, oh, we're going to support them. We're going to give them our money. Yeah. And it was great. But yeah. the whole thing was like, we're eating out of the aluminum tins and we got our margaritas, which were in plastic soup containers. And I just looked at my girlfriend. I'm like, this is great, but I would so love to just sit in a freaking restaurant for yep. just, just an yep. hour, just have I, a nice meal in a restaurant. I had a similar yeah. experience ordering Mexican a little bit ago. I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to be by the time. Because Mexican food is just so good, fresh. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. Right. Half hour um, later, not so much. But it honestly was pretty freaking good. Yeah. I was like, heck yeah, now we're going to do this all the time. Yeah. Which might uh, be a curse, but. No, same. We have this little favorite Mexican place and they have a really great lunch special. So we told them, like, a uh, standing order for every Friday afternoon. <laughs> Because we used to go out to our Mexican dinners on Friday night. We can't do that anymore. I know, it's it's horrible. John, did you hear that Pharmacia closed? Yeah. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, we saw that. Speaking yeah. of which, God. You're going to see a lot more you see a lot more of that. That was just How, the tip of the iceberg. That's so upsetting. I, I think they were smart. People don't know, but this is a pretty popular restaurant in Philadelphia that's been open for over 15 years that... As soon as the shutdown started, they were just like, nope, we cannot compete. We can't do this. Thanks for the memories. Yeah. Peace out. I think we're going to see a lot more of that. I mean, it's a shame. All right. We were on a rural restaurant tangent here. I don't know how we got there from Old Navy. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) you guys got anything else? People are still listening. Hello. Is anyone there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. We could just talk and talk all day. All right. That's your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy.